Mary, the most powerful woman in the world. Prior to a few days ago, I could imagine myself saying that. I could imagine our Holy Father, Pope Francis, saying that. I could imagine almost any bishop, priest, or deacon saying that. I could imagine a devout, dedicated Catholic layperson saying that. What I could not imagine is the people at a secular publication like National Geographic saying that. But they did. In fact, they had those very words along with a picture of our Blessed Mother on the front cover of their December 2015 issue. And the article on Mary itself was excellent. It was extremely well done. It was respectful, it was interesting, and it was informative. And they say miracles don't happen. This proves that they do. After I read the article, I started to reflect on its title a little bit more. Mary, the most powerful woman in the world. What is it that makes Mary so powerful? What exactly made her so powerful when she walked the face of this earth 2,000 years ago? It was certainly not her social status or her political clout or the size of her bank account, which are things that we normally associate with power and with powerful people. Mary was a poor, humble maiden from Nazareth, not a rich socialite, not a famous politician. And for that, we should all thank God from the very bottom of our hearts, because Mary, by her simple and very humble life, shows us what real power is all about. She shows us where real power is to be found. So what exactly made Mary powerful during her earthly life? Well, number one on the list has got to be her ability to resist temptation and sin. That's got to be number one. Bishop Sheen had a great analogy that he used in this regard. He used to say, in a football game, which offensive lineman really knows the strength of the onrushing defensive lineman he's playing against? Is it the offensive lineman who gets beaten on the play, who gets bowled over and allows the quarterback to be sacked? Or is it the offensive lineman who stands firm and is able to keep the quarterback safe? The answer, of course, is the second. It's the one who stands firm. It's the one who resists the rush, totally, protects the quarterback. Well, Mary, our Blessed Mother, was like that lineman because she was totally without sin. We, unfortunately, all of us, have often been like the first of those linemen, since we've been annihilated by temptation many times. Happens every day, in some manner. Hopefully not a serious sin, but we all sin each and every day. Mary never did. She always and everywhere resisted. That's power. That's real power. What also made our Blessed Mother powerful was her ability to avoid hatred and her ability to love even her enemies. 
Let me ask you this morning, if you had a child, many of you do have children, but if you had a child and some people came along and killed that precious child of yours right before your eyes, how would you respond? Honestly, how would you respond? Needless to say, it would take an incredible amount of strength, an incredible amount of power to avoid falling into hatred, even for a few seconds, in a situation like that. But Mary did avoid it. We know that because hatred is a sin, and we know that Mary never sinned. So is unforgiveness a sin? Thus, another thing that made Mary powerful was her ability to forgive, and to forgive immediately. She even forgave her son's murderer. And how about her ability to put the needs of others before her own? That's yet another example of Mary's power. Think of her love, think of her concern for her elderly cousin Elizabeth. Once Mary found out that Elizabeth was with child, the Bible indicates she went immediately to her cousin's house to give Elizabeth the assistance she needed. And Mary stayed there, Scripture indicates, until John the Baptist was born, even though she was pregnant herself and had her own special needs in that pregnancy. Which brings us to the issue of trust, specifically trust in Almighty God. You know, sometimes things happen in this life that we don't fully understand, and in those moments, trusting in the Lord can be extremely difficult. From a human perspective, everything seems to be in disarray in our lives. Nothing seems to make any sense at those moments. Well, lest we forget, Mary also had moments like that, especially on Holy Thursday and Good Friday. But she always trusted, which is why she was there at the foot of the cross on Good Friday afternoon. Mary suffered, but she suffered with love, which is yet another example of her power. As I prepared this homily the other day, I realized there are many examples of power, real power, in the life of our Blessed Mother. However, I'll mention just one more this morning, one that I think is very important for all of us to hear, because we are all weak, sinful human beings who tend to say things when we should keep quiet and keep quiet when we should say things. Mary had the strength, the incredible inner strength, to be silent whenever she needed to be silent, which was most of the time. But when she did need to speak up, when she discerned that there was something Almighty God wanted her to say, she did. Always. This is what we see consistently in Scripture. At the Annunciation, she spoke to the angel very clearly, Be it done unto me according to your word. To Jesus at Cana, she said, Son, they have no wine. In the Magnificat, she sang that beautiful hymn of praise to God. It just welled up from her. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. 
to the stewards at Cana, you do whatever my son Jesus tells you to do. Holy Mary, Mother of God, most powerful of all women, pray for all of us on this New Year's Day. Pray, first of all, that we will understand that real power in this life does not come from social or political status or from the size of our bank account, but rather from being faithful to God. Faithful like you were, especially in those moments when we are tempted to be unfaithful. Pray that we will seek that power and live in that power and witness to that power always, just like you did. Amen.